Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, final hour of the Jesse Kelly Show. We're going to make fun of Disney. We're going to talk about January 6th up. That's where we're going to open up, do some emails. It's going to be a fun last hour. Let's dig in with something here first before we get to the Disney stuff and emails and other things. The three-year anniversary of January 6th is coming. Saturday. Now, We'll just we'll hit a couple points about this, but I want to make sure I lead with this because this is the part that people have to understand if they want to truly understand what we're up against in this country and what where we're at in the country. Right now, from what, everything I've seen, I feel very confident in saying January 6th, was either 100% a federal 
inside job or it was at least in part an inside job. Now, let me explain myself by what I mean by these two different things. Okay, let's... uh, Here's a great example of this. Ray Epps. Most people know the name Ray Epps. If you listen to this show, you know the name Ray Epps. This was the guy on January 5th, the day before, was out there in the crowd saying things like this. We need to go into the Capitol. Into the Capitol. And his actions were so egregious on January 6th and the day before January, January 6th that he was one of the first 20 people on the FBI's most wanted list and then got deleted off the list. And not only did he get deleted off the list, the mainstream media started running puff pieces in the New York Times about him. There's a, I think it was a 60 Minutes sit-down interview. Hey, Ray, tell me how you did. I, oh, yeah, it was. It was 60 Minutes. Was- Why didn't you stop to help this police officer who was, who was knocked over? When she was knocked down and I started to go towards her to help her up and I saw a billy club over here. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. They gave him some puff piece interview. Okay, so let's dig into this. A fed up, I'm going somewhere with this. Just stay with me. A fed up or not a fed up? What do I believe? What do I know? I, I don't know who Ray Epps, I don't know what his ties are. I don't know why he did and said the things he said. I do know this. Other people who did far less have had the federal government come down on them in inhuman ways. And Ray Epps is scot-free. In fact, they're getting ready to recommend, because of all the pressure, a misdemeanor six months maybe for Ray Epps. Just a little slap on the wrist just because of all the pressure three years later. So back to what I was talking about. What, what do I know? Do I think that Ray Epps is... a uh, Uh, deep cover CIA, FBI operative who organized everything? No, I don't. But here's what I do think. I think there were many, 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 in fact, I know by now, there are many, 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 many people in the crowd that day who worked with the federal government. If not for the federal government, with the federal government. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, let's say Chris becomes a federal informant for the show, for the feds. Chris, however, is still going to keep getting a paycheck as producer of the show. He's not getting a paycheck from them. At least that's not his main paycheck. What he is is an informant. It's not an undercover FBI agent. He's an informant. And maybe, as the FBI has done several times over, maybe Chris kind of prods me to do something a little more illegal so then he can run to his FBI handlers and say, look, I got him to say it. I got him to do it. Come arrest him. That's how the FBI works. Doesn't matter how much you think the feds were involved in January 6th. They were involved. They may have coordinated and planned the entire thing. They may have just aided the thing in little ways, but the feds were involved And you understand what that means for you and me as American citizens? You understand what that means? That means there is a decent chance. This isn't some wingnut conspiracy theory. There's a decent chance the federal government planned January 6th 
so then the federal government could use it as justification to spend three years arresting and intimidating the political opponents of Democrats. And what I just said is not a crazy conspiracy theory. With all the evidence out there, it's the likely scenario. What does that mean for us? What does that mean if the federal government is that against us now? And when I hear Liz Cheney say things like this, it only convinces me more and more that I'm correct. He said it looked like January 6th was an inside job. Mm. Um, Instead of anybody um, responding and having a rebuttal, Mm. they laid out and the crowd applauded. What did you make of that moment? Look, I mean... (laughs) Uh, if what he means by inside job is it was a sitting president of the United States who launched a coup against the government, that there were members of the House of Representatives who helped him. Now, I don't think that's what he meant when he said inside job. No one followed up. But, that's a good interpretation. No, I mean, look, that, that absolutely is true. Now, the rest of the things he said, though, you know, it was just sort of like article or uh, Area 51 conspiracy theory garbage. Did you hear her refute a single point? There she was, the ultimate softball interview. Refute the points. Didn't refute a single thing. And in response to the January 6th event that either they planned and coordinated or in the very least were involved with, I have a headline here from the Post Millennial. Biden's DOJ has sentenced January 6th defendants to a combined 847 years in prison time. What does it mean if we live in a country where the federal government plans a protest so they can then arrest the people who side with the protesters? What does that mean for us? I don't know. And that brings us to Biden and the speech he's going to give on January 6th. First, understand what he's doing with this. In fact, CNN explained it better than anyone. I can't believe I'm saying that. How Biden, how the Biden campaign hopes to make 2024 less about Biden and more about a contrast with Trump. Remember yesterday when I played for you that Brandon Johnson audio? Brandon Johnson's the commie dirtball mayor of Chicago. And we played some audio for you yesterday. It doesn't matter if you remember it or not, but we played some audio for you yes, yesterday where Brandon Johnson, who's failing in every possible way, when he was labeling his opponents Confederates and Jefferson Davis and stuff like that. Oh, you have it, Chris? Go ahead and play it. It's fine. But we cannot have a governor who decides that he's going to uh, cling to the vestiges of Jefferson Davis when we should be uh, pulling to the hopes and aspirations that were left by Frederick Douglass. We have to have a coordinated response to this humanitarian crisis. We cannot allow chaos to dictate and to divide this country. Doing there. What's he doing? He had a purpose for it. It wasn't just being cringe and ridiculous. What was he doing? Well, he was making sure that the people who voted for him, no matter what they think about him currently, even if they think he's a failure, they hate him, whatever, no matter what, just make sure they're more scared of the other guy than they are of you. Make sure they hate him more than they hate you. That's all he's doing. He's taken these black communities who voted for him in Chicago. He's filled them up with illegal immigrants. The black communities are furious about the whole thing. And all he's doing is dangling that out in front of them. Hey, Jefferson Davis, Jefferson Davis, you don't want to be a slave, right? That's what he's doing. Be more scared of them 
Which brings us to Biden. On Saturday, Joe Biden is going to give a speech. Here's the headline from NBC. Biden campaign casts Trump as a threat to democracy ahead of a speech on the January 6th anniversary. They're doing a couple things with this speech. One, Joe Biden's approval numbers are in the toilet. They want to make sure they do for him the same thing Brandon Johnson is doing in Chicago. Making sure you're more afraid of the other guy than you hate Joe Biden. Yeah, my gas is too expensive. I can't afford groceries. I don't like the trannies everywhere. But gosh, Trump's a threat to democracy. That's what they're going for in the minds of the voters. That's one. But they're doing something else too. And they're not just doing it to Trump. They're doing it to all of us. And it's something you're probably already aware of, but it's something we're going to talk about here in a moment. Before we do that, let's do this. Let's talk about widows and orphans. We have an obligation, a duty, to take care of widows and orphans. It, is not, it was not presented to us as an option. We must do so. Tunnel to Towers is one way you can do that. When you give the Tunnel to Towers... We're talking gold star families here being taken care of, having their mortgages paid off. They're building them communities. We're talking fallen first responder families. When firefighter dad doesn't come home, wife, kids, lost, scared, financially devastated. Tunnel to Towers comes in and helps. When you give your $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers, I want you to understand that's where it's going. 11 bucks a month is all it takes. All you have to do is go to t2t.org. That's t the number 2 t.org. 11 bucks a month. Go give tonight. We'll talk about the other thing they're doing next. The Jesse Kelly show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show reminding you, you can email the show, your love, your hate, your death threats. Email those into jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Now, let's wrap this up. We'll get to some emails before we make fun of Disney here. Biden campaign, they're going to cast Trump as a threat to democracy. They've been doing this to you and to him. For years now, threat to democracy, threat to democracy, threat to democracy. And I know you're going to find this hard to believe, but they're actually going to ramp that up now, not down, up, not down. The reason they're going to do that is these people have terrible things planned for 2024 and they're prepping the ground for those terrible things because every horrible, despicable, evil thing they're going to do, they're going to get up in front of you. And claim it was justified. Not only justified, they're going to claim they're the good guys in the story for doing it. I'm going to play it again. I want you to listen to her. This is the Secretary of State of Maine who took Trump's name off the ballot. This line, these lines she uses. It was my duty. The Constitution. You're going to hear more talk about the Constitution in the next year from Democrats than you've heard in the last 50 years. Get ready for a lot of this. Do you have any concern uh, taking Trump off the ballot risks tearing, tearing the country apart? 
My duty under Maine election law and the Constitution and the oath I swore to the Constitution is was to look exclusively at the hearing and the evidence before me and make a decision based on the law. Neither political considerations nor personal considerations for my safety could enter into that decision. I had a duty and an obligation to follow the Constitution, as do all of us who serve in government. Get ready for a lot of those lines as they do all the things they have planned for next year. All right, let's get to some emails. Dear Three Stooges, Jesse, Chris, and Michael, happy 2024, and I'm just happily saying happy anniversary. It was three years ago this week that I first heard the Jesse Kelly show on WRKO Boston. I love that station. The first night, my whole response was, huh? (laughs) But I'm glad I kept tuning in. I've been listening to the radio a lot for over 30 years, and I loved Rush. But literally, the Jesse Kelly show is my favorite. I've got two young adult kids I've introduced to the show. We all love it. Just no more killing little goldfish like poor Swimmy. (laughs) Since I can say his name, his name is Bob. Uh, It was a goldfish, okay? And I didn't kill it. I flushed it down the toilet. It might still be alive today. What, Chris? Have you ever seen Finding Nemo? All drains lead to the ocean? I'm pretty sure that's how that works. Oracle, no excuses, but the communists do have the mainstream media on their side. And yes, Republicans are gutless. I am aware when I rip on the GOP that Democrats have the aid of the media. And it is, it's a big aid. It's, it's a big help to have the mouthpiece where people get most of their news 100% on your side. Like, uh, did you hear this Mara Gay is her name? She's on MSNBC all the time. She's some New York Times communist. doesn't matter. But listen to this human being. This is a human being with a national platform. Wow. The thing that really disturbs me is the unrelenting campaign from the right to uh, slander, discredit, and, uh, you know, somebody used the phrase, uh, we've claimed a scalp, I said, I think, on uh, social media, you know, to essentially unseat. No, Chris, that was not me. Don't accuse me of saying things that sound awesome that I wish I would have said. Gay and other presidents as well on campus. Mm-hmm. So this is really an attack on academic freedom. It's an attack on people who are pluralists and believe that you should bring people from all over the world together. This is an attack on diversity. This is an attack on multiculturalism and on many of the values that a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A bunch of commie gobbledygook. But that human being, people like her fill up our media. And it is incredibly damaging to the country. One of the things that I've really struggled with is I'm a big freedom guy, small government freedom. That's, that's me. Freedom, freedom, freedom. And freedom of the press really is important. But what do you do when the press in your country becomes entirely hostile to that freedom? Where does that leave you? Do you want the government to start stepping in and arresting journalists? That's not a good place to be. You don't want to do that. You want the government to take over the newspapers? Sounds horrible. Sounds tyrannical. It is horrible. It is tyrannical. At the same time, How does a nation continue on when people like that are the ones bringing you the news? That's tough, right? All right. Jesse, great interview with Tucker last night. That was a few nights ago. Oh, it was a couple weeks ago. That was on my TV show on the first. Remember, I have a TV show on the first every night, 9 p.m. Eastern time. And let me tell you, it's pretty good. It's what, Chris? It is good. Anyway, 
I'm curious why you didn't ask him two massive questions. One, do you think Donald Trump will get another term if he prevails enough to stay on the ballot? And can he break the system? And two, would you run with him if asked? I love your show. I listen literally. I hate you guys for using that word. I listen literally every night. Alfredo pizza night at his house, Chris. That's what he says. Says I can say his name is Amos Andrew. Okay, why didn't I ask Tucker those questions? One, they didn't occur to me. Two, uh, can he win another term if, if, if he can stay on the ballot? Oh, I think so. For sure. I, I, I think so. I think he can. He won it once before. I think he can. Uh, can he break the system? No. No one man can. We put, all our, we put all our hopes and dreams on these one people. Trump will drain the swamp or DeSantis will drain the swamp. No, that's ridiculous. Neither of those guys are going to drain the swamp. It's not possible. We have to drain the swamp from outside the swamp. It won't happen from inside. As far as running again or running with Trump if asked, Trump's not picking Tucker as his running mate. Okay. That's something you dangle out there to get people excited. It's not going to happen. All right. All right. Now let's make fun of Disney before we get to more emails. Hang on. He doesn't care if you believe him, but he's right. Jesse Kelly. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, 
Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and I don't want to talk about the wind after what happened to me today. Chris, I I forgot. I didn't tell you about it. Oh, I might as well tell everybody now. Okay, here's what happened to me today. So I try to be... I'll get to Disney in a second. Sorry, I'm getting distracted. I try to be a good neighbor. And when I say a good neighbor, please understand, I'm not going to run a casserole over to your house because your dog got sick. When I say a good neighbor, I leave you alone. You leave me alone. When it's Christmas party night at your house, I'm going to show up. I'll bring a bottle of wine and I'll be there for an hour. And then I'm going to ghost everybody in Irish goodbye. If your trash can is laying in the street because the wind blew it over. I will stop. I'll get up and pick your trash can up for you. If you ask me, hey, Jesse, uh, can you water my plants in the backyard while I'm gone? I will, of course, say no, but I'll make my sons do it. I understand. I'm a good neighbor in that way. But I try not to be a bad neighbor. Lawn's always mowed. I don't like trash around my house and crap like that. I try to be a good neighbor. Today, trash day. Take out the trash cans this morning. It's a little windy out, okay? I go back inside. I'm doing a couple things to prep for the world-famous Jesse Kelly show. I get a couple extra bags out of the kitchen I forgot to take. I take them out, but there's no room in the cans. I set the bags by the trash can and go back inside. Still with me? Then I end up getting some work calls right when it's time for me to start getting ready for work. I'm trying to get off the phone so I can get in the shower, get cleaned up, and get into the studio. I get out of the shower. I'm scrambling. It's one of those things where you're doing one swipe inst- instead of two with the deodorant. You're just r- throwing on your, on your jeans on the way out. That's how late I am. I got to get into work. I get in my midlife crisis car. I back out of my driveway. And what I see horrifies me. The neighbor across the street, the lady and her kids, they're in the yard doing yard work stuff. So I, I'm... I'm 50 feet from these people. You know, they turn right away and say hi and hi, all good. But both of the bags I had set out in the course of an hour, I don't know how this happened, an animal of some kind had gotten in them, a bird or something. And then the wind started blowing. And I'm looking at two of my trash bags tipped over in front of my house 
with trash blowing out of them all over the neighborhood. And I don't have time to stop and clean everything up. And it's not as if I can scam out of this without witnesses. The neighbor lady is right freaking there. So all I can do is throw my car in park really quick. I scramble out. I'm running in front of her, which is embarrassing enough. I don't know if you've ever seen a 6'8 person run. It's really not pretty. But I'm running in front of her. I'm grabbing my trash bags, my two trash bags. I, ch- I managed to jam them down into the can. But like an ultimate dirt ball, Chris, I did not have time to go get the trash that had been picked out and was blowing all over the neighborhood right in front of the neighborhood lady. I had to get in my car and take off and drive to work. What, Chris? Are the boys, they're back in school. There was no one home. Of course I would make the boys go pick it up. And in fact, I called the wife right away. As soon as the boys got home from school, they ran out there with trash bags and got everything cleaned up. But it doesn't matter. Your reputation's mud now. Anyway, and these women, these suburban women, they don't have anything else to do all day. I guarantee I'm probably all over Facebook already. You should see what this white trash turd Jesse did across the street. Hey, sorry about the used paper towels in your yard. Those are Jesse's. I don't, we're going to have to move. That's fine. We'll move out. Anyway, he was the, this is a director at Disney. If you're a Star Wars fan... Might want to skip the next Disney movie. Here she was talking about it. Um, I like to make men uncomfortable. I enjoy <laughs> making... What you do, sit on them? Um, I like to make men uncomfortable. I enjoy <laughs> making men uncomfortable. <laughs> Not you. Just, just, you know, it is important to be able to look into the eyes of a man and say, I am here and recognize that and recognize that I am working to bring something that makes you uncomfortable and it should make you uncomfortable because you need to change your attitude and it's only when you're uncomfortable, when you're shifty, when you have to have difficult conversations that you will perhaps look at yourself in the mirror and not like the reflection and then say maybe there is something wrong with the way I think or maybe there is something wrong with the way I am addressing this issue. The communist is a religious zealot. Always remember that. That lady is not a movie director. At least that's not how she sees herself. That may be in the bylines, but that lady sees herself as a communist foot soldier. She sees herself as a destroyer. You heard her. You you remember that Secretary of State from Maine? We played it a couple times. Understand that both these people were the... They're the same people. Do you have any concern uh, taking Trump off the ballot risks tearing, tearing the country apart? My duty under Maine election law and the Constitution and the oath I swore to the Constitution is, was to look exclusively at the hearing. And- that communist goes to work as Secretary of State every single day, and she only wants to further the communist agenda. This lady, huge movie director, getting a new Star Wars gig. Of course, it'll be garbage. You don't need me to tell you that. But she sits down to direct a movie. She doesn't see herself as a movie director because she's a communist first. Have you ever known a devoutly religious person? Or maybe you are a devoutly religious person? Are you a born-again Christian, follower of Jesus? Do you set Jesus aside? 
whenever he's inconvenient to you? Set him aside at work, school, talking to friends? No, you don't, do you? He frames everything in your life. Understand this. She is as devout about her demonic religion of destruction as you are about Jesus. And she never, ever, 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 ever sets her religion aside, ever. Her religion is priority 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, and 10, and 11 on a good day. When this woman sits down to make a movie, this woman sits down with a purpose, and that purpose is destruction. Um, I like to make men uncomfortable. I enjoy <laughs> making men uncomfortable. <laughs> Not you, just, just, you know, it is. Yeah, you got the whole thing. The communist doesn't set aside his religion, ever. Hey, Jesse, you are the only host zeroing in on what's really happening and the dangers we face. Too many Americans don't realize or don't care there's a faction whose sole goal it is to abolish America as founded. These useful idiots are getting paid big dark money to destroy us. Jesse, when you go down the list and call out exactly the wicked truth behind the day's events, it gives me hope. Please don't let up. Everything is at stake. Yeah, look, I debate on... I, I have debates internally, and we talk about it here on the show, how much stuff we really want to say, especially in any given show. Because I'm very... Am I not very honest with you? I'm very honest with you about where we are and what they want and where we're going at the same time, I like to laugh. As you can tell, we like to laugh and joke. It can't all be you know, ugly, but we are in a really, really ugly place and heading to probably an uglier place. And I don't think it does anybody any good, not me, not you, not, not, not the country as a whole, to ignore that or to act like it's not happening. I, I see a lot of pie-in-the-sky talk right now from the right. Oh, my gosh, the polls. Joe Biden's going to get creamed. And I, I, I really don't understand what kind of country you think you live in here. I hope we don't all find out the hard way next year. All right. We have one more segment. Couple emails and headlines. Hang on. Miss something? There's a podcast. Get it on demand wherever podcasts are found. The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Final segment of the Jesse Kelly Show. And I wanted to remind you about something. I've been awesome tonight. And I wanted to remind you, you can email the show, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. You know freedom is not free. Oh, wise and sage oracle. Sa- wait, sagacious. Sag- sagacious. Chris, can you look up what that means? It's spelled S-A-G-A. Sierra, Alpha, Golf, Alpha, Charlie, India, Oscar, Uniform, Sierra. Did you get that or was I going too fast? I tried to slow down. Having good judgment? That is me. I am sagacious. Sagacious. For the First Amendment to the U.S. Constitution not only forbids the government from establishing an official religion, but it prohibits the federal government from unduly favoring one religion over the other. But what defines a religion? I believe the U.S. of gay is established and is favoring an official religion that requires strict adherence. Do you see a situation in the future where the right could successfully maintain First Amendment lawsuits against the government and its apparatchiks? Okay, a couple things. Yes, we are going to see many, many, many lawsuits, and we already are seeing many lawsuits because of all the laws 
communist break in this country. They made all these laws that really were only designed to fortify themselves from harm, and they've used those laws to catapult themselves forward, and now they're trying to use the laws against you. The lawsuits are going to be a way forward for us, one. Two, I don't know that we can rely on the federal court system as it currently exists. We need a revamped state court system, meaning, again, we have to become better activists in red states. And we haven't been that great at that. We've been blowing a lot of these. That Wisconsin Supreme Court seat, everyone tried to ignore. We were screaming about it on this show. We lost that seat. And that's a big seat. That's a big deal. These these state seats, they're huge. We ignore them at our own peril. Do you hear the CEO of BlackRock? Sounds like he's really backing off the commie garbage. Our job is to be a steward of every individual's money. There are going to be some states that are going to say to us, you cannot factor in ESG at all or decarbonization at all with our money. And some states are saying you have to factor that across everything you do. And that's their right as, as the owners of that capital. Now, I think any reaction in any one state has to be from the bottom up. And, and, but our job, um, and I know a lot of people don't want to hear that. Our job is to be a steward to other people's money. It's not to imposing any other, and I wrote this in my 2023 letter, it is not our job to listen to anybody else who's there. It's not their money. Our job is to be a steward for each and everyone's. Except that's not what he said in the audio we, we played for you a thousand times on the show. He's trying to act as if they're not going to be political, but they've been explicitly political. In fact, what was, what was his direct quote? It's our job to control outcomes, to produce outcomes. That's almost, if that's not verbatim, it's very close to being verbatim. All Larry Fink is trying to do is tell you he's still going to do all the commie stuff he can possibly do. He just wants to maintain those red state investments. And this is where the red states will fail. Or hopefully they won't, but this is where they could fail, I should say. Red states will hear him and they'll say, oh, okay, BlackRock, I guess you've changed your ways. As long as it's our prerogative, come back in. Because we lack a killer instinct on the right that we need to survive. BlackRock should be attacked until BlackRock is no more. They should be sued until they stop existing. Bud Light. It's not that you should boycott Bud Light for a quarter, for a year. And it's not even really about Bud Light or that weird tranny they had on the can. Bud Light should be punished until Bud Light is in ashes as an example to other corporations who try to spit in you and your values like that. And maybe that's a turnoff for you, that kind of talk. But without that kind of killer instinct, we cannot defeat the communist. If that's too much for you, all that means is you need to get back on your chalk male vitality stack. It just means your T levels are too low. Or ladies, if, if that's too much for you, it just means you need a female vitality stack. You know they have female vitality stacks, right? All natural herbal supplements. You ready to stop needing a nap at two or three in the afternoon? You ready to stop having to hammer a couple cups of coffee? Ladies, give me 90 days on a female vitality stack and email me and tell me how you feel. And it's not just that. Their pre-workout, their new all-natural caffeine pre-workout Chad mode. <laughs> it's so awesome. I'm telling you, man, you want to have the best workout of your life? Pour a little scoop of that in some water and get ready to roll. But go to Chalk. 
The anti-communists at Chalk have us taken care of. C-H-O-Q.com, promo code JESSE. Chalk.com, promo code JESSE. And now... Here's a headline. By the, go, you know the, you know the thing. Headlines we didn't get to. Travelers reveal their most overrated holiday destinations. Look, I didn't actually read any of the article here because I'm such a world traveler now. What, Chris? I don't need the opinions of others. I'm a little disappointed. What is this from the Daily Mail? That they didn't reach out to me. I'm half European now. I'm right here, Daily Mail, if you want to talk about anything. Harvard's president resignation highlights new conservative weapon against colleges. Plagiarism. <laughs> Gosh, I'm sorry, I can't do anything but laugh. Haley says she assumed it was a given that the Civil War was about slavery. You know what's a given? What's a given is whenever people are asked about the Civil War, they're scared to give honest answers, and they don't want to talk about the war in any way because for some reason, a war that had nothing to do with you or me or anything, it didn't affect any of us, at least as we stand now, it's... It's, it's a reason for people to virtue signal, and it's the oddest thing in the world. And if you were educated in an American education system, you were taught the most dumbed-down version of it humanly possible. North good, south bad. That's all you were taught about it ever. You weren't taught about the angels and demons on both sides, about the questionable motivations of all men involved. You, all you were taught about is slavery. Well, yeah, slavery is freaking horrible. I would hope you agree that slavery is horrible and not something that should happen here at all. But what an ugly, fascinating affair. I love Civil War talk. I talk about it all the time. Pope Francis dedicates January prayer to diversity in the church. Oh, freaking goodness. Utah becomes the first state to grant RFK Jr. ballot access. Be interested to see how... RFK Jr., where he appears on the ballot, who does he hurt the most? He's going to hurt somebody. It'll be Biden or it's going to be Trump, but he's going to hurt somebody. Marsk, I don't know if that's her name, halts Red Sea shipping until further notice after Houthi militant outbreak. Oh, that's a company. Anyway, uh, it is really sad that we have this gigantic military, gigantic navy that wants to stick its nose in everywhere in the world. And the one thing we actually should be doing, protecting America's interests by turning Houthi militants into red goo, is the thing we're not allowed to do right now. Bill Johnson resigns uh, resigns January 21st from Congress and starts as the YSU president. The next day, that would be Youngstown State University president. I'm not going to say anything against that because I have cousins that went to Youngstown State. I've spent a bunch of time in Youngstown, Ohio. I will say this. It's one less Johnson in the house. Remember, you can email me, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. We'll do it again tomorrow. That's all. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick 
and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.